work hard, play hard. Watch what you eat. Don't forget to sleep. Oh, and hit the gym four times a week. We know what we're supposed to do, but how do you make it happen when life gets in the way? This is our attempt at turning the expert's advice into daily habits. This is Making Life Fit. about you, but using a wine bottle as a weight makes me want to drink, not work out. Use the bottle as weight, then drink the wine. Fine. On this episode, we're talking about working at at home, which for many of you is currently mandatory as opposed to a conscious choice. But even though we miss our normal routines and our gyms, there are plenty of options for staying in shape and using exercise for stress relief. And for some people, a home gym is their only option, quarantine or not, or they prefer working out at home. This is actually a really great opportunity to focus on what you like or figure out what works for you. What's really cool is many fitness brands are offering extended free trials, and most gyms are offering virtual or on-demand classes too. And in some instances, you don't even have to be a member to get access to the classes. And this gives a lot of opportunities to try a new type of workout or work on becoming, dare I say, a morning workout person. Hey, I'm a morning workout person. You also don't have to do this alone. Technology allows us to stay connected in so many ways. So whether you're joining a group workout via Zoom or tagging an accountability buddy on Instagram, both are great ways to keep you motivated. Yeah, between Zoom and FaceTime and Instagram stories, there's so many ways that we can stay connected with technology. Once you are able to return to normal, you'll have options to keep working out at home even when not necessary or just keep crushing those home workouts like you were doing before. So let's get started. Now, the great thing about working out at home is the convenient location. The not-so-great things include easy access to your couch, your bed, and the fridge. So you're saying my multiple steps per day to and from the couch and fridge don't help me? Mm, I mean, they help, but you know, the things that you pull out of the fridge, maybe not. Yeah, we'll get into that on another episode. <laughs> <laughs> but essentially, yeah, there's there's ways to be successful working out at home is what you're getting at, right? Yes. Okay, so we've got four tips that Kat and I have put together for you guys to kind of get into ways that you can be successful working out at home. So what's the first one? The first one is set a schedule. And this applies to working out in general, but is especially important when you're working out at home. So whether you want to be a morning workout, an afternoon, or an evening, pick a dedicated time and build it into your schedule. So during non-quarantine life, I know that if I want to go swim, I have to pick a specific time Um, And I like to go when I know that I'll probably have a lean to myself, which generally means 5 a.m. And so we've talked about this on the first episode when we were talking about setting goals of setting things into your schedule, writing it down and committing to it. So whether that's in a planner or a journal or setting it on your phone, you know what you have set out in your schedule for your fitness time. I do that every single day. Uh, with our home workouts or when I'm at the gym, I use my phone's calendar app, similar to what I said in episode one, and I I schedule my time. And it's really cool. I've got it connected to my Alexa device. So every morning when she reads me my schedule for the day, she reminds me, you're working out after work. So um, I really uh, abide by this rule and I found to be really successful. Cool. Shane always just asks me, like, oh, are you getting the girls working out? 
And then we try to get him to join, which he did twice this week. Mm -hmm. So the other really important tip for being successful in a home workout environment is you have to have dedicated space or you need to make most of the space that you have. Some people, they don't have an area for a gym in their home and that's fine. I think that's most of us, but you do have to set aside an area in which you will do your workout. For example, if it's really nice outside and you have a patio or you've got grass in your backyard, you can do many at-home workouts outside in the sunshine. If you live in states like Michigan where it's sunny one day and snowing the next, it's not really, mm, what's the word I'm looking for? An option? Yeah. Uh, I just, it's not reliable to, you know, be, say you're going to work outside every day. So having a space is really important. And sometimes you have to make use of a space you already live in. Um, for example, that might be your living room. And a way that you can turn it into your workout space is to move things around, set out your equipment. Uh, you know, put on some music and just get yourself into that mood that is letting your mind and your body know that this is a new space for right now. So another way to really help with that is to keep your workout equipment, such as your weights or your bands, water bottles, etc., nearby where you're going to work out. And then you can also crank out a few reps during commercials while you're watching TV if you've got them near you. Do a couple of tricep dips off the couch. Or the coffee table. Something like that. Get a six-pack while curling those that six-packs. Yeah, right now, Shane and I don't have a home gym. And even before quarantine, my like home workout space was the area in front of our TV in the basement. Which is fine for things like Pilates and yoga. But more recently, since we've been using that as more of the dedicated workout space, we actually moved the coffee table behind the couch. So if you walk into our basement, our setup makes zero sense in terms of practical living, but it, but it works for our evening workouts or, you know, Tucker, our dog has now decided that that is his play area too, <laughs> and will occasionally come drop his toy on me while I'm working out. Yeah. And I think it takes, it's trial and error. So when we first started doing this at home, we first started in our basement and then we quickly realized after a week that our ceilings are way too low to do any presses of any kind or jumps. And as much as I want to get out of doing burpees, we needed better space. So then we tried our living room and that was okay, but the animals were all over the place and it was difficult to keep rearranging our living room every time we wanted to work out. So we've now uh, made the guest room our workout and we keep everything in there. So as soon as it's workout time, we can go right in there and everything's in its place and ready to go. And you guys just got that great new bench. Yeah. Amazon came through. We had a June delivery date and it showed up in the beginning of April. And so we won. <laughs> yeah. I'm still using a coffee table that I've banged my knee on so many times that I think there might be a dent in the table. <laughs> Just my normal run into things. Yeah, it's fine. Normal. <laughs> All right, third tip: choose a workout that you enjoy. And we talked about this in our last episode about setting goals and making sure you pick something that means something to you. And a similar logic applies here. It is exponentially harder to get going if you dread your workout. So mm-hmm. none of us like burpees, but you know we'll do them. Um, <laughs> but you know, if you hate running don't run. You can bike, you can dance, you can do anything that makes you happy. Uh, It doesn't have to be 
the typical what you think a workout has to be. And especially now with all of these gyms offering virtual trials and at-home options, it's a great time to try something new. The other thing is just because you think you hate something doesn't mean that you can't try it and see if maybe it surprises you. A lot of people would be surprised to know that when I started running regularly, I hated it to the point that my cousin bought me a shirt that says running sucks. <laughs> I, hey, I still have the shirt and I occasionally wear it while running. Uh, but now I I do. I really enjoy. I don't necessarily enjoy the feeling of mile seven, but I love coming home from a run and feeling that sense of accomplishment and, you know, obviously it is a great workout. Well, and I think there's ways of working it into that don't have to make it the focus or the center of your workout. So for example, burpees, we all love to hate them, but you're not going to do burpees for an hour. Have them be one set, one section of your workout where you do them, you've accomplished them, and then you move on to something else. Because they are incredibly effective. <laughs> At something. <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> well, and as they say too, variety is the spice of life. So don't be afraid to throw in something new, uh, a new array of exercises or exercise programs to keep yourself from falling into a rut. I think that's a really important takeaway from this as well. Yeah. So right now I'm doing our group workouts every night. But I'm also jumping into some of the Orange Theory at-home workouts, or I'm doing workouts from other trainers I follow. So even though I have our set group workout every night, I can change it up and add things to what we're already doing. Yeah. For our last tip to make your home workout successful, it is to treat your gym time or your fitness time the same exact way you would treat it as if you were driving to the gym or a class back in pre-quarantine life. Do not cut yourself short. Do your workout at the time you had set for yourself earlier in the day. Now, that's not to say, like in the real world, things do come up, but just don't make it a repeated excuse. And probably most important is to keep distractions to a minimum during your workout. It's important to keep your concentration on what you're doing because not only then do you ensure your best effort, you're reducing any chance of injury from being distracted. And bottom line, you get your workout done faster if you do it concentrating the entire time. Yeah, a good tip for limiting distractions is to set your phone to do not disturb during your workout. I personally hate seeing the little red alerts on my iPhone. I want to get rid of them as fast as possible. So if I turn the phone to do not disturb, those alerts will still be there once I come back, but they won't be popping up on my phone and distracting me as I'm working out. Yeah, I can totally relate to that. I'm the same way and I, I do the same thing. Yeah, my brother's phone has like 6,000 emails and it gives me anxiety. Oh my God. It gives me anxiety when I look at it. I'm like, I can't like just, just delete it. <laughs> <sighs> I'm getting anxious over here. <laughs> All right, so moving on. So we've talked about our tips for working out at home, but let's actually talk about setting up your home gym and, and what are the essentials that you need to be successful. So outfitting a full home gym can be very expensive and takes up a lot of space. And as we already talked about, a lot of us don't have the space, dedicated space for a gym. And if it's a situation like now in quarantine, equipment is almost impossible to find. So you really need to focus on getting specific equipment especially if you generally do work out at a full gym normally, that'll let you stay on track without sacrificing space. 
And the first important thing to have are free weights. Free weights will let you do the most variety of exercises and will still help you reach your goals, whether you are trying to lose weight or gain muscle or maintain. So weights will really vary, but generally you want two to three sets of weights between five and 25 pounds. It's a really solid range and will let you effectively get the most exercises. So for me personally, I utilize an eight pound set and a 15 pound set. Yeah. And I have a set that allows me to switch out plates. So it has these, the basic bars that you can add and subtract weight from. Another great option for people starting out are kettlebells. So if you have a full set of free weights, you probably don't need kettlebells unless you want to get a specific weight for a specific set of exercises. Um, But they are a great way to add additional weight options, and they can be used for almost every exercise that you would use a free weight for. Yeah, exactly. Another fitness accessory you can use are bands, and there's two versions of them. There's ones with and without handles. So the ones that are without handles are normally called booty bands, and you might have heard to them referred as that. But what you generally do with those is you put them around your lower thighs, and those give you additional resistance when you're doing lower body workouts. The banded kinds are similar to booty bands in that they have different levels of resistance, but you mostly use these for both upper body and lower body exercises. Um, But you will need something to hold them down. They don't go around your body. So you'll have to either step on them or use a weighted bench or something heavier than a patio chair. Yeah, please don't be the videos that are currently going around Facebook. There's a lot of people that have bought these bands on Amazon and are shoving them on their door jams. And then when you pull down on them, it is, it's essentially a giant rubber band. And if you pull too hard, it'll smack you right in the face. So please be careful. Yeah. What's, what's one of the um, laws of motion? Um, Every action has an equal but opposite reaction. Uh, Yeah. And then your reaction when it hits you in the face is going to be somewhat entertaining for the internet, but probably not for you. Yes. (laughs) Another important piece of equipment is a yoga mat. And you can actually use this even if you're not doing yoga. It's great to have uh, as knee protection or elbow protection, but also for yoga or Pilates, really great to have. If you tend to be sweaty or tend to need some extra grip, so if you're trying to hold planks or do downward dog, make sure you get a mat that has some grip. The foam ones that you see that are really nice to lay on, they tend to get very slippery very easily. And that can affect your form and can make it a lot harder to execute the move. Yeah. And I think yoga mats, I never saw the need for one until I did start doing some home workouts. And it is really nice because like you said, your carpet is just going to give you rug burns and doing exercises on hard floor, whether that's wood or like concrete is obviously no, no bueno either. So a yoga mat, or even if you guys just have like a towel or something, any kind of barrier between yourself and the floor is really helpful. The last thing that we wanted to discuss here is we know a lot of people are in a situation where they either can't get a hold of or can't find equipment. So there are equipment swaps that can be made for weights. Uh, So one way that we talked about at the top of the episode is wine bottles. (laughs) Kat, have you done that before? I have, actually. I saw a move from one of the trainers that I follow on Instagram that I'll have to see if I can share it on our Instagram, but she put it behind her and she was essentially doing back raises. And it's harder than you would expect it to be. 
And you'd probably be more careful because you wouldn't want to break the wine bottle. Can't break the wine. That's that. <laughs> no, no, no. Other things, though, that you can do would be like paint cans. Our friend Colleen did that when she had just moved into her house when quarantine started. So she used paint cans. My husband, Tom, was using a concrete bucket for a while. Okay. <laughs> um, other options would be like canned food or a lot of people are doing these challenges where they are um, they're doing squats with their pets or their babies. Yeah, I can't squat Tucker. Like I could I could squat his weight, but he's not going to let me pick him up and squat him. Herman wouldn't give me much weight resistance, so I'm not going to bother. But I'll give you a good cuddle. <laughs> I've also seen oh, I've also seen a very cool trick on Instagram going around where people are filling up backpacks with items um to weigh them down and then using the backpacks whether it's the the two straps or just like the single strap at the top to hold while they do like deadlifts or curls or squats or anything like that. And I thought that was super neat. Yeah, I used that during one of our I think it was one of our leg workouts. And I wanted to add extra weight during squats. And I filled up the backpack and then I just wore the backpack. Yeah. Perfect. It, it burned. It's a good <laughs> burn though. So what do you do if you have no equipment at all? If you have no equipment at all, you can still work out. <laughs> if you don't have any equipment or you're looking to supplement your other workouts, there are plenty of options for all levels. Uh, some of the easiest ones that you can do are bodyweight exercises. Things like squats, lunges, bridges, push-ups bicycle crunches, these all use your own body weight as the resistance in the workout. Yeah. And they're still super effective. Um, if anyone does choose to do body weight workouts, just really focus on your form to ensure you're getting the most out of the workout. And also you can increase reps as to versus what you would normally do with weights. That's a great way to increase the toughness without adding weight. Yeah. Another great way to have a workout with no equipment are Pilates. Uh, they're actually a lot tougher than you would think. And a lot of them are based on the idea of body weight. Yeah, you do Pilates. Can you actually go into what it is a little more? Yeah, so Pilates is a form of calisthenics that is focused on lengthening and strengthening the muscles. And a lot of people will use them primarily to strengthen their core, but there are actually exercises for your entire body. One of the trainers that I follow, her name is Cassie Ho. You can find her on Instagram or YouTube under Blogilates, and she created a program called Pop Pilates that has everything from beginner to intermediate to getting into more advanced Pilates that you can do from home, and most of her workouts involve little to no equipment, and I've really enjoyed following her over the last few years. She's a lot of fun, and her program is very effective. Cool. What are some of the other equipment-free workouts out there? Uh, things like yoga, which even if you are doing an equipment workout, I would highly recommend dedicating at least one day to yoga. It's a great way to still move every day, but it gives you that recovery. You also have the option to do things like HIT or Tabata or every minute on the minute options. These are quick movements that get your heart rate up and target different areas of the body. And they're very effective workouts. Yeah. Some of the Tabata workouts that I've done, I would rather run 10 miles than do them again. <laughs> like they were, you're, you get done and you're like, holy crap, that was only four minutes. Why yeah. am I so tired? <laughs> now, if you do have cardio equipment or a full gym at home, first off, we are extremely jealous. 
Yes. (laughs) Second, stick to our tips for success above. These are, you have all the equipment. You just need to put your mindset in the way of, I'm going to stick to my fitness routine, even though it's a hard time and my schedule's a little wonky. Yeah. And even outside of quarantine, if you have home equipment, dedicate the space, dedicate the time, make sure you're you're sticking to it. You will be successful. I'd love to know if any of our listeners ha- do have equipment at home. So if you have a treadmill or a Peloton or a Bowflex, tweet us or message us on Instagram and let us know what you have. Because I'm, I'm just curious to know who has what. Yeah. And how often do you use it and where do you have it? in your house yeah like we have our curious of that we have our stationary bike in our basement sitting behind the couch but it's like it's not really where I would like to have it and I've definitely moved it every time we've had people over (laughs) it's more of a decoration than uh utility (laughs) I mean we use it but you know if you have people over it's kind of weird to have the bike just chill in there (laughs) I gotcha so Kat, if someone just doesn't know where to start or they want to get some guidance or maybe want to follow some like-minded people who are, you know, into fitness and exercise and trainers, who are some people that you would recommend? I know you mentioned Blogilates already. Yeah, so I love Cassie. She has both a paid program, which is called PIT, which is Pilates Intense Interval Training. That is a paid program, but she started out on YouTube and still posts a YouTube video every week. She does monthly challenges. She actually comes out with a calendar every month, and it'll tell you, all right, on Monday the 1st, you're going to do an arm workout. Go to YouTube and do these four videos. So it's really a very guided experience. For me, I tend to use her program as a supplement, so I will go for a run and then come home and do a couple of her ab videos. So there's really a lot of flexibility in terms of if you want to follow, you know, exactly how she sets it, that's great. If you want to do her challenges, that's fine. She'll also do ones on Instagram. So she'll post three moves and they'll say, all right, do this right now. And you listen? It depends on where I, I mean, if I'm at work, probably not, but a lot of times I I'll save it and I'll say, okay, I'm going to go do these three moves. And it, it takes literally three minutes to do it, but it'll be one of those things, especially if you, remember to do it at the end of a workout or some of them make good warm-ups, I'll go ahead and do them as part of my daily workout. Yeah, that sounds a lot similar to the program that I follow, which was created by Anna Victoria. And, you know, similar to what you said, there's uh, a calendar that comes out every month where there is a daily challenge. But what's cool about her app is it actually has three separate programs. There's one called Tone, which is like HIIT training where you use lightweights and you do a lot of high intensity interval training. There is one called Sculpt, which is using gym equipment, or obviously if you have that equipment at home, you can use it. And then there's one called Shred, which is strictly body weight. It's super intense HIIT training, really tough stuff. And all of her workouts are designed to be done anywhere from between the 30 to 45 minutes. They target specific muscles and your week is split up each day has your workout planned for you and it's three exercises three times in a row and that's your first circuit and then you do your second circuit and it's the same thing three exercises in a row three times in a row with a final circuit and I love her app too because it comes with nutrition it gives you your macros it gives you recipes 
It tells you exactly what you need to buy for them. And she also gives you access to a nutritionist and a physical therapist for uh, being a member of the app. So highly recommend Anna Victoria's Fit Body app. That's the one that I, I do every single day. And that's the one that we've been using for the Zoom workouts, right? Yep. Yep. So we do the the daily challenges, our warm up for five minutes, and then we do the workout each day. So um, I would have to say it's been effective thus far. Yeah, I can definitely vouch that it's funny when you post the workout and you're like, all right, this is what we're going to do. And there's been multiple times where you're like, that doesn't look that bad. And by the end of it, we're all like, nope, that was, that was bad. definitely bad. <laughs> that was bad. That was so bad. Bad in the best way possible. Oh, yeah. Bad in the way that I earned the wine. Yes. A couple other ones I like. I like the Tone It Up girls, Karina and Katrina. They have not only the Tone It Up channel, but also their individual Instagrams that they'll post move to or challenges. Katrina was actually on the Sports Illustrated Instagram this weekend leading a live workout. So you can find them on other channels as well. And then Katie Yovan and Kayla Itzines are two others that I like to follow. To that point, too, there are so many people posting free workouts, whether they're live or just on their stories or on their feeds, free workout examples. Like everyone, go to them, save them, write them down. There's so many great examples out there um, that, that are free for you to use. So, you know, eat that up. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I actually, there's the save feature on Instagram and you can create a collection. I have one for workouts. Yeah, same thing. A couple other people that I really enjoy following, uh, learning from whether it is specifically exercises or just uh, education is Brett Contreras, also known as the glute guy. He is the one who's going to teach you how to grow your butt into the big juicy plump thing you want it to be. <laughs> the other two people I really like besides Anna, who I already talked about, would be Ashley Jordan. She posts amazing exercises that all focus on one muscle. So if you need just like an ab workout for the day or you really want to just focus on biceps, go to her. And then last would be Heidi Summers, but she's also known as Buff Bunny. She's actually the one who I saw the idea of the backpack from, um, and she posts really great workouts too. She also has a really cute workout line if you want to have some retail therapy during quarantine. Yes, she does. <laughs> so these are some of our favorite tips and programs for working out at home. For our question of the week, we want to know what is your go-to workout at home? Yeah, let us know if you've tried something that we've mentioned or if we we didn't mention something that you do every day. Um, and if you've tried a new workout since gyms being closed because of quarantine. That is all we have for this episode. So now it's time for us to go knock out our own workout. What are we doing today? Abs. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> You're leading it. <laughs> I know. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to subscribe and follow Making Life Fit podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Bye. Bye. Bye.